Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for All You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we bring you a brand new release, and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, hey, uh, you want to you wanna follow us on all the socials? We're actually um, maybe on there. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes we update it, but we still want, we, we would still love uh, a follow. So make sure to follow us at how you can eat, um, uh, for the occasional updates. Um, and also to email us. We love when you get to be a part of the show. So email, emailing us is the best way to send your feedback, suggestions, anything you want, how you can eat at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, especially Steven. But of course, before we actually get to the meat of the 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 main course of the show, I got to introduce you to the other co-leaders of this show. Um, I don't know, you know, usually I have a really quick-witted way to describe um, this person's outfit. But you know what? I'm just going to say that this person is looking... Very warm. You know him as you know him as Alan Mark. It's Alan Mark. Hello. I'm wearing like this old '90s denim jacket. So, uh, yeah, it's actually very comfortable. The rooms are really warm, so it's it's fine. This is does this say Sumi on your? No, it says Numi N U M M I, the old oh, okay. <laughs> car manufacturing plant in Fremont that is now owned by a different company. Um, but yeah, mm, this is okay. my this is my dad's from when he worked. That's here awesome. Today. That's like, that's like when people inherit like sports teams from like jackets from yeah, the eighties. Yeah. You, you basically have like a historic. Yeah, it looks really good, by the way. Yeah, I, I it says. <laughs> it, I would buy it from a Japanese vintage. Store this for, for sure is like a, yeah. It says best built truck, Toyota pickup number one, best built small car. Uh, Geo Prism. Like, <laughs> oh, wow! I think in North America, I think, I think we all had uh, an uncle who owned a Geo Prism. So yeah, I haven't seen those in a while. Might have been made in that incredible. factory. It looks anyway. It looks so good. I I don't think you've ever. Did you just uh, inherit that, or I have picked, you had that for a while? Uh, my mom's worn it a lot, uh, and then oh, okay, when okay. I visited my parents like a couple months ago, I saw it in my old bedroom's closet. I'm like, I'm taking that with me. <laughs> it's great when you can like. I feel like there was like a How I Met Your Mother episode about that, but like when old clothes feel new again, I love that feeling. Yeah, I usually, I'm really bad with rewearing old clothes. I usually just wear the same clothes that to uh to death because i'm a big proponent of making fast fashion very slow i may have mentioned that on the pod before but but i need to go i need to see if there's anything like that 
from? Well, the problem is my dad is like 5'11", so nothing he <laughs> wears will ever fit. I, mm. I guess I can get it tailored, but I feel like that defeats the purpose. Like you got to like keep the integrity of what it originally was. Yeah, but, my my oh, dad well, maybe I can. My dad wears my old clothes now, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I love it. Just trading. Just trading. So you went to Santa Cruz? Um, anyway, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of Pulp Fiction. All right. And rounding out the big three, of course, is the one who hails from NYC. It's Steven. Um, I don't know what you're wearing, but uh, it. Oh, it's being slowly revealed. Oh, yeah. This is the wow, shirt I got at yeah. the uh, Rolling Quartz show last year. That's incredible. Year. Yeah. I don't wear. How are you much. doing? I I'm good. Uh, it's one of my favorite times of year. Uh, I I was ski week. No, I asked if Black you History Month. Get me. Uh, yes. yes the end of true. Black History Month. <laughs> uh, oh, oh not though. Make sure you <laughs> line up our audio files. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> please. Um, but uh no i'm filing my taxes and it's the first day of the regular season of major league soccer of course and yeah i need to find a way to get back the yeah unless it's back but i need to find a way to get it for free again so listeners if you if you got any deals email us how you can eat at gmail.com um yeah if you if you don't know we're we're big fans of soccer, but Steven is a mega fan. He is the, uh, it's his alt for sure. Sport, yeah, I, I would so. say. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna, that's great. Gonna um, who won? Was it, uh, Colorado? Who won? It's, who won the MLS Columbus. Cup? Columbus. Yeah. Columbus. Columbus that's crew. the scene. Is the name. What a great alliteration right there. Yeah. I love that. That's great um yeah and then and then they were against the uh was it the reigning champs it was or LAFC. No, no, who was it so that's right yeah the reigning champs yes. yeah that's yeah. right i forgot yeah uh, yeah i know <laughs> it's been two it's two years ago um uh, but that's great yeah C- um, congrats to all the uh the football heads yeah. out there yeah yeah yeah. For, uh, yeah that's cool so are you gonna um empire is it no or no, NWSL, what am I think? Why no? Empire is a different. NWSL's uh, Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Gotham, but that's yeah, yeah. like, but yeah, it's just NYFC for MLS. And yeah, right? NY, yeah, NYCFC. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Sorry, and, I, I and Red Bull, right? And Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's too. Are you uh, too are you planning teams. are you planning to attend any games? Get any season tickets? Anything mm, like that? Or are you just gonna watch not. from the comfort of your home? Yeah, uh, season <laughs> tickets. I'll have to go to seattle very frequently to do that so probably not <laughs> i forgot uh, i forgot yes yeah yeah i don't know what the name of that stadium is called now it's, I, I still uh, think of it as century link oh yeah yeah it's it's lumen yeah. field now oh of course it's, yes well it must be well yes it's a lot of lumen <laughs> it's not just the one are, are, are the sounders still uh sponsored <laughs> by <laughs> we can't see yeah and then they're like, okay, we'll bring out the orange ball. You should be, that's, that's oh. do it. <laughs> like, no. Hey, I mean, I, I would love, because Steven, I don't know if you know this, but the NBA All-Star weekend had a full LED court um, on display. 
So like the celebrity oh, wow. game, the skills challenges. It was a lot. All sorts of things. There, yeah, there. Not only was there a lot of like um, events, but there was a lot of effects on that oh, okay. LED. So like, imagine. Oh man, I don't know how that would work with a soccer ball, but uh, yeah, an LED could, lit up soccer ball. Yeah, they could make that work. Our that'd be awesome. And like, games are pretty yeah. fun. Our weekends are fun. Uh, yeah, what would I? I don't know what the skills challenges would be for. They, I, I mean, I haven't, I've, I haven't seen an all star, but I'm assuming it's like kick the kick the bar, kick the high bar. There's, yeah, um, I think they did. They did something with the crossbar. They do like they put targets yeah. in the goal, and yeah. uh, there's one. It's like a cross and volley challenge. So oh, cool. someone crosses it, and then the pl- a player has to volley. But there's also a goalkeeper in the net. Um, so. That's like a skills. That's like probably the hardest one. Um, but then yeah. they also do something called goalie wars, which is really fun. Oh, I've seen goalie. Yeah, that they just have two goalies like taking turns throwing it at the other net, trying to score. Um, so, I love that. Yeah, that's really fun, and no other play, no other league in the world uh, is willing to do these things. So yeah. <laughs> They got a reputation. Yeah, uh, I I wanna um I wanna there should be that uh, I forget which country did it was it Japan or it probably was in America too but where it was like three professional football players against a bunch of children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want I want I would pay just to see that. So yeah, um, it's very much like when we went. When we played online FIFA, we were except <laughs> kind of the reverse. Wait, were we the children? Yeah, we were the children. <laughs> were we the three? Okay, okay yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I remember a lot of uh, finger wagging <laughs> as we uh, scored <laughs> goals. <laughs> oh yeah, and getting rid of a <laughs> That's, anyway, that cool uh, snap that team did. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't snap that. I way, can't do but... it. Oh man, but. Oh man, I uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I think Alan, Mark, and I are gonna go try to watch some San Francisco Giants games. Um, oh yeah, I oh guess yeah, I oh yeah. I need to get a jersey. Cause, like, what's, what's the his name? Um, Jung- oh yeah, Jung- uh... Lee Jung Jung Hoo. I just need his. I'm looking it up. This is thrilling podcast yeah for yeah. k-pop fans <laughs> listening to let me look it up real quick let me mention he's korean, korean. Right? So, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Korean that's how we that's how we get there it. that's that's yeah, our yeah. transition um yeah speaking of korean um yeah let's just let's just get right to the show all right so lee jung had okay perfect wonder we uh, we figured it out um what if he listens to this podcast and I hope if if you're listening to this podcast while at batting practice or whatever you're doing, uh, email us. Shout yeah. out, like we, we will us. we will we would love yeah we would love to have you on the show. So um, maybe we can do a live recording at Sodding Hello or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's probably that probably be the better first step for us. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do that first, and then <laughs> and then invite, pull- invite him there. So like you're Korean, right? Oh man. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Let's uh. Let's let's talk. Let's talk K-pop, guys. 
Uh, we got a fun show. Uh, it, it's 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 always a good time when we get to talk about the featured artist this week. Uh, but we have a lot of uh, fun talk to be had much later. But of course, we got to also show love to the other dishes, other snacks, whatever you want to call it that came out this week. And we do it in a segment that we like to call Stephen's Specials of the Week. So Stephen, what's on the menu today all right thank you chuck uh as usual these are my specials of the week i got what you want i got what you need and this week uh there were actually a lot of big releases but i'm not mentioning the biggest ones the most popular ones uh but these are so exciting they have enough y'all will hear of them um but we're gonna start on monday with a single from a singer named Chaylin, and it's called Let It Snow. And this is her solo debut. Uh, Chaylin was a former, or she is a former member of the group Fanatics. And this song is all in English, and it was written by Chaylin and uh, Young Flava. So good luck to Chaylin. Uh, you can actually watch it. I think she released the lyric video before the actual single came out but you can go check that out um we have two releases on tuesday first is a single from a singer named mu spelled m-u-u and it is called shooting star this is uh the new stage name for the singer lim jongmin who is also known as uh Taeryong in the group Lunar Solar. So now she's Mew, formerly known as Lim Jongmin, formerly known as Taeryong. Uh and this is her second single. Whoa. Her first is Mew. Um and this song was written by Lee Hyung Song. Uh so that it's was like, it's like the prince of K pop. <laughs> so many formerly known as. Yeah. Um, I got sorry. <laughs> where we yeah, had, I I don't know what this what Mew means though, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, another release from Tuesday is a comeback from Tribe. It's a single album called Diamond. Uh, I wrote it as Diamond, but that's just a typo. Uh, and the title track is called Diamond. Um, and it has a B side called Run. And this is their first release of the year, their fourth single album. Uh, looking at the credits, all members have credits with uh, with composing and writing on the B-side. Uh, you'll find that member Soen is credited as Bang Sabrina. Uh, and other credits are mostly the same on both songs, which include Shin Sedong Tiger, Ari and Frankie Day of The Hub, Ellie, Big Brad, and Core Shorthair. So that was Tribe on Tuesday. Uh, next up, we come back from the group Ace. It's called My Girl, My Choice. Uh, and this is on Thursday. Uh, it's a mini album. And the title track is called My Girl. This is Ace's sixth mini album. There are four tracks and three English versions of these tracks. Uh, and this release comes a week after member Kang Yu Chan was officially discharged from his military service, but he was unable to participate in this album. So it is just four of the members for the comeback 
but they have all now completed their military uh, service. So uh, credits on this include Etham, Schoon, Hotboy Rich, uh, McDamon, Idonghun, Humbler, Avenue 52, the songwriting duo of Rick Parkhouse and George Tizard, and more. Uh, so that was Ace. And lastly, uh, on Saturday is a release from uh, Usok of Pentagon. It's a single called Empty Paper, or it's a, like a solo album. And the title track is called Navy Blue. This is Usok's solo debut, and the B-side is called Sketch. This is his first release since officially leaving Cube Entertainment. Uh, and he wrote lyrics for both and co-composing with uh, 6K, June, and Swim Good. So good luck, uh, Usok, on your solo, solo debut. Um, and yeah, those have been my specials of the week. Um, if you're wondering what I was doing while you were saying that, I was looking up Mew, the Pokemon, <laughs> the, all the skill sets to see if there was some sort of shooting star skill so they're in the normal level leveling you know every 10 levels you get a new power there is no star you know or shooting mm-hmm. star swift does it learn swift but, uh oh i guess it does learn. uh no it doesn't learn swift okay. no i think you need to use a tm for you that. probably need a tm for that <laughs> so um so i wanted to find a tm that fit there is no other tm that fits shooting star but so the closest i could find is tm 79 which is dazzling gleam so Ooh, that's okay. a if you're curious yeah. that's a good fairy type move. Yeah. yeah tm so. 79 sounds like a good k-pop group name <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah tamen tamen so no anyway all right so Al Mark, I'm I'm excited to hear so much from you. I feel like it's been ages since we talked about this group. So, Al Mark, why don't you uh, why don't you uh, give us an update? Sure thing. Yeah, it's not much, but uh, yeah, we last discussed La Seraphim in detail with their fall 2022 release, Anti Fragile. Uh, so let's catch ourselves up with what they've been up to since then, uh, which is pretty much all of 2023. January 25th, they made their Japanese debut with a Japanese version of Fearless, which included uh, other versions of Blue Flame, as well as the new song Choices. Uh, that was followed up with a Korean comeback on May 1st, uh, their first full album, Unforgiven, which really was just bringing in their other two EPs into another EP. Uh, but still, full album. That was great. Uh, then, of course, lead, lead single, uh, song of the same name. Uh, in August, <laughs> in August, the group had their uh, first tour titled Flame Rises that took place in Korea, Japan, Hong Kong, and Jakarta. And uh, then follow that up with their second Japanese release, which featured Japanese uh, versions of Unforgiven, Anti-Fragile, and a new song, Jewelry. Uh, then in October, the Seraphim released the single Perfect Night in collaboration with Blizzard Entertainment to help promote <laughs> Overwatch 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't believe that was a promotional song because that 
song is incredible. <laughs> yeah, and then they showed up in BlizzCon, and then we're just like streaming along with other people. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a busy 2023 for the group. Uh, so what does 2024 have in store? Uh, well, for starters, they had their fourth Korean release, third EP titled Easy, released on February 19th. And that is today's episode of How You Can Eat. So I'm glad to have added a little dash, a dash of Le Seraphim into this episode because I almost forgot to do that today. You know... <laughs> You know, if they didn't mention it, nobody would have noticed. You you just seamlessly. I think ended Steven your... noticed. <laughs> I did, and I thought you were still doing the run. So I forgot. <laughs> run. Yeah. I just forgot. Two weeks away. This yeah, I know. Of, I'm rusty already. Anyway, so we we've so fearless was the only one we talked about, right? Nope. Yeah, uh, anti fragile was the only one we talked about. Oh, anti fragile. Yeah, 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 we didn't talk about fearless. Um. Oh, we didn't. Nope. I thought we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, fearless is the first one. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So I. I think listeners, if if you're new to how you can eat, you probably don't know that we we very much enjoy Les Seraphim and the, and their music. So it was. This is the. You said this was the first since. Like, how many months had it been since? Uh, since we last talked since, about uh, that. No, no, no! Since uh, since uh oh, their last album, uh, yeah, their last album, oh. Unforgiven. It was I in guess. May, so yeah. Okay, that that Matt was in May. Oh my seven, gosh! Nine months. Yeah. Yes. About. Yeah. About. Yeah. So I, I would say like they've done a really good job of consistently being in the radar. You know, like releasing. Mm-hmm great songs yeah every a, like just, a bunch of remixes to eve psyche yeah. and bluebeard's mm-hmm. wife that's true yeah, yeah yeah like i i just feel like i've been very much enjoying the path that they're on so I'm, i was i had no idea <laughs> for some reason i knew because i had pre-ordered the album but i had no idea when it was coming out and then uh Steven, you were like, oh, should, should we do Le Seraphim? I was like, oh, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> uh, so uh, I didn't, I hadn't listened to any of the teasers, anything. I just went right in. And um, let's just say I'm very excited to talk about this album. Um, so let's, let's get started and talk about it. Um, it's typical of their, their format of EPs, which is the intro, which is like a bunch of, um, deep heavy like tech like electronic um i don't know if it's garage or i I forget the the edm genre but um with a bunch of sentences being told in different languages um i think just three languages i i I forget if they add different languages every so often i think it's the uh, the three natural languages and english yeah Yeah. Uh, english yeah okay so so um and then four tracks four subject tra- subsequent tracks so we are going to talk about this entire ep like we didn't have to vote for which songs you're going to hear commentary on every single song starting with track number one good bones <laughs> You think it's okay to degrade someone just because they're cheered at themselves? 
which is like I was saying the little like intro little voice narrative intro um, I did not go back to listen to the previous ones but it seems to me on par with what I've heard from the other EPs nothing like very like it's it's really that deep that deep EDM like bass and beat uh, that really gets it does it does what it always does which is gets you into the mood or gets you ready for the album I feel like it's like a little it's like the waiting room to the whole experience and I, I feel like I haven't gotten tired of it I forgot honestly that it's a thing but uh, what did did you guys have any thoughts specifically I mean we can just talk about the end um, if you want of the, of the thing but uh, what did you have any like anything any standouts to the I mean, to good bones so you know the intro that they normally yeah, I, typically do i when i was listening to it i i was thinking also that it did sound like an intro but it's about as long as any of the other songs on the album <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was like this is this is just like i guess uh, the one of the songs on the album and it, it, it's like <laughs> right. they they do the spoken word parts which we've heard from them before but I I really like like the 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 crazy the that the lines I I thought it was really cool it I don't know it's this is just too simplistic but it was like kind of like that riot girl sort of sound sure um, yeah so I I thought it was really cool it I feel like they did a good job with that they delivered it really well um, I. I don't know. Maybe the writing for the English lines could have been better, but I, I don't know what else we could have expected or what I what else I would ask for them. But I thought this was really cool, and that uh, um, it, it has a interesting video, which I actually thought was just going to be a short trailer. So I didn't watch the whole thing when it first came out like three weeks ago, and then I just watched it, and it. It's like the it's just the whole thing. So, but it, I saw one clip at least. <laughs> one oh, clip was is going it the around. UK clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that part is so great. Yeah, uh, I highly recommend listeners checking that out. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I like that. This one I think seemed less techno and more like grungier. Like the right girl was like on point, Steven for like the sound in my opinion. I feel like it would have fit better on with Unforgiven and then Unforgiven's uh, Burn the Bridge. I feel like would have mm. been really suited with this one but otherwise like i mean yeah it keeps true to starting off their uh sequence of albums with uh, these like spoken word intros uh but like though though Choi yena might hate rodrigo seems like this group loves rodrigo because uh like that chanted portion of it does feel like very like yeah. guts to me um which is cool <sighs> really i just wanted to say that that's the only reason why i want yeah, to talk no, about that's a great line <laughs> Mm, yeah i i kind of wish they'd like rework this into a song that was just built around the uh like the singing or like the melodic parts i Mm. i would have i thought i wanted to hear more of that so yeah that would have been interesting Mm -hmm. that's a nice lead-in to an album in general so i uh I am really happy I listened to the uh, uh, the easy, crazy, 
what what was the chanting that they were doing? It was uh crazy. Hot. I can Hot. make it. Yeah. I'm really happy I listened to that just in my car by myself and not out loud for because I didn't know it was gonna get to a point where it was just like, oh, this seems inappropriate. The very breathy. The, just the, very, yeah. Chant, yeah. It's very sensual. No, but uh, it's uh, I I I have to agree that it's. Uh, I mean, I don't think any other. I, I'll get to it in the the rest of the discussion. But if I just listened to this and well, went on or went by the tone, I would have thought like, okay, we're we're getting like we're going unforgiven again, like with like the very like guitar rock esque you know heavy um feeling but i was so pleasantly surprised with the lead single easy because it hit that song hit me like a ton of bricks because i was just like oh snap I really love this song. <laughs> it's just like the very beginning. Uh, I did so. I, I just wanted to start by saying that there are parts that I, I would love to point out, but I don't know. It, the, the guys, I know we typically can come up with a lot of commentary for albums that we've we've uh, only had like two days to listen to, but I'm I'm having a hard time with every song on this album because I just want to tell people to just go listen to the album. It's so good. <laughs> so that's my opinion. Um, and I guess that's the end of the pod. But no, uh, Easy, I I don't want to steal certain nuggets that I feel like other, like, I, I would rather hear it coming from you two because you two would probably, you know, commentate it on a more eloquent, ma- in a more eloquent manner. But I'm just going to say, like, this is such a Chuck coded song. I'm gonna I'm gonna be saying that for every song, by the way. This this album's a very Chuck coded album, and like it is so. There's just so much, like you you got the like the like you're saying right right girl right. Uh, you, you're getting the very like a more a rebellious sound coming from Good Bones. And then, like, Easy, like, does not have that rebellious. It comes in with so much, like, swag and style. And it's just so good. I did not expect this song, like, immediately to hit me from this group. I just love, I love this direction that this song took for the Seraphim. And I I know I'm just saying a bunch of words because it's, I want to get more into the details. But that's... Uh, it's. I'm gonna just say it's very easy for me to talk about this song. Mm. Al Mark, what did you think about this song? Yeah, uh, I mean, I was introduced to the song from the teasers. I did catch all the teasers as it was coming out, and it was pretty much that main chorus sequence, which is just so good, and it made me so excited uh, for this song and the album to come out from the moment I heard it. Uh, and yeah, like the chorus is like obviously the my favorite part of the song and uh, like easily the best part of the song but so much so that like i feel like every other part of the song is so forgettable and boring to me (laughs) (laughs) that like i that like that sort of pulls the song back for me a lot uh because it's like 
I think I just like a song to be good and enjoyable, like for me to really like it from beginning to end. Um, this one is just like really the chorus is the only thing that uh, is that sticks out to me enough to remember. Everything else feels forgettable, honestly. So, um, so just to dampen, I guess Chuck's excitement, we're getting into okay. some like uh, criticism right here. But yeah. I think like part of it might be just because like well, like the verses and stuff, we don't get a good grasp of anything like solidly for a while. Like uh, like some of the rap parts and some like instrumental pauses they have in there are really just like barely more than two bars long. Uh, so it's hard to for me, like when I listen to song, I don't get it doesn't feel consistent until it gets back to that chorus and then. I mean, I love that chorus, so I never mind and like I'm happy when I get back <laughs> to it. But when it leaves it, it's like, well, now it's just like this very empty space that my brain doesn't retain until it's another chorus. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have. Yeah. Again, you mentioned it's like two days of listening to this. So maybe the more I listen to it, the more it'll stand out. But like. Yeah, melodically, it doesn't, like, do things for me. I think for me, I I find myself, like, listening to this type of, like, trap beat, you know, songs that kind of, like, fit this mold that they're trying to um, be in. And I think, I think I realize that a lot of the, those verses and a lot of those, like, uh, what you're deeming more forgettable... I feel like that's like the lay of the land. And I, I feel like that's like, especially we get with the mumble rapping and all that stuff. I, I, I do, I do see the, uh, the perspective of like how the hook is really the, the, the true like heart and nugget of this song. Um, but I feel like, I feel like the, the, there's very intentional lines and verses and styles that are just, very reminiscent to me like there's other mumble raps that are way worse and i'm not trying to say like that that's what makes this song great but it's just like i can see what they were trying to do and um to i i feel like i don't know how your 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 experience alan mark with like i don't know why i'm trying to like tout myself as like oh yeah i love mumble rap no it's just like i just find myself listening to what is popular and i remember there's like a huge time frame where that that type of like incoherent not incoherent but but you know just like the very because like i i agree like some mumble rap you're really just there for the hook and then there's like you know forgettable verses but they just kind of you know fills the song get you ready again for the chorus yeah um yeah i I understand that's like part of the landscape you know and i think yeah i I mean i have more to dig into that later like probably in the last call but yeah i think it's just like i was expect i had like high hopes and then yeah the rest of it sort of like washed a lot of that away for me like that doesn't mean that it's not uh, appealing to other people it's just not appealing to me you you're just uh you're just a connoisseur of great music and i, I just mean, like we all are so i just like uh you like you like the chardonnay the champagne i just like carbonated white wine 
from Trader Joe's. That's what I like. Mm. That's what. I, have you seen people do that? By the way, I've like, seen people put Coke into red wine, and they say, "Oh it's- no, 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 yeah, that that's that." I mean, that that does sound good, but no, like like cheap champagne. No. You just get regular white wine and you put it in a carbonator. Oh no. <laughs> okay, that's anyway, Stephen. Um, I want to know what you think about Easy. Yeah. Or is it hard? Was it hard for you? Is it <laughs> no, easy or hard? Song, it's it's hard not to enjoy it but i guess i i guess it's just like i didn't love it i and i think to what alan mark was saying (laughs) sorry about like you know we we, it only came out two days ago but i feel like for this song that's kind of enough time to (laughs) like understood it it doesn't have too much uh to dig into i think i like the beat, the instrumentation is all pretty uh, straightforward, and it I I love this kind of beat. Um, and anytime they bring it, they take it out, and it comes back. That I, I that works well for me. Um, I think I I just maybe a little surprised that this was their single because it it doesn't sound as bold as any of their previous singles. Yeah. It this one is like. I guess the the easier one, but um, mm. I feel I feel like this is part of maybe a kind of planned out year, or like they have ideas like of what they want to do, uh, and they want to see how this sound works for them as a single. And then um, I think this album is really interesting. Are you saying they're A B testing their I, I don't their, I feel like music? sort of. <laughs> but not not like Yeah, I, I just think I don't know. If this was a B side, I mean it would still be but I would like it I think the same amount. But I was just like yeah. this is the one that you wanna come out with like it, it's just it was a surprise, uh but it's still a song I I like when it comes on and it's not like because it's so interesting like musically it's just like it's, it's fun easy. you can just like yeah yeah and it, it sort of has that yeah. like the more I listen to it I'm, it's like that kind of like a crying in the club type of song like Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like crying in the club type great like, imagery like the the melody it's it's not it doesn't sound happy <laughs> and so mm-hmm. it, no yeah the 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 I, I i mean we have we i think we're all say, waiting to mention it but what did we all what did we all think about the little pan flute type oh. of uh i thought it was fine i didn't yeah, really was, think too much about it, it oh, okay because I, I loved it <laughs> i loved how like almost crude it sounded like it sounded like somebody was trying their hardest to play the fan flute it wasn't like the clean i don't know something about it made it um it, it reminded me of like um uh not little maybe little yachty oh uh, no i could uh, see a little yachty yeah it's like yeah because it, it just it sounds like a four like tuned down a fourth of a step or, <laughs> yeah, or like an yeah. eighth of a step like yeah just like, flat. It, it, that that that's all i could think of like um I was just thinking of that era where it's just like because music nowadays. I I don't want to like, you know, I I don't want to like boil it down to to just this, but it it almost seems like 
the simpler the better for for the general population nowadays like obviously we love very intricate arrangements and everything like that but i don't know i just there's something there's something about just the fact that it, it hits you with the flute and or like whatever i'm assuming it's a pan flute um but it hits you with that and i was just like what is this and then when the b hits i just like i'm just carried away to the right i'm like okay here i go like this is great um yeah i guess uh i guess we can just oh, end the pot earlier yeah yeah Obviously. we'll just end it here we don't have to talk about that no clearly i do think that's like divisive i do think that's like the part of like having a strong chorus and that's what sort of mm-hmm. feeds yeah. into what's popular nowadays because like you just need that one part that can be mm-hmm. tiktoked really well um, that's what this that's what this feels for sure yeah. also it, it's yeah. easy also going back to what steven said about how like this single isn't bold like the other ones i actually like i really like that they went away from the bold choice as a lead single so fearless um, of them be, yeah be, well just because i think that essentially going from fearless to anti-fragile to um unforgiven like if they kept that same trajectory it's like sort of like at some point you want to like freshen and try something new and different. So um, maybe that's where they felt like this was like the risk to take where it like um, goes smoother and go softer. Um, so I really like, that's why I was like, I was stoked when I saw the trailer, which was just that chorus. Cause it was like, I like that they're going in this direction. Mm-hmm. I think it just didn't go enough for me to, um, <laughs> to love it. But I, I love the chorus. But that's yeah. also like, well, technically, it's like half the song because they sing it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I just. All right. One, okay. Sorry. There's Go just ahead. one part that I do really like. It's Taewon in the second verse. Like her, like that really heavy kind of auto tune part. I thought I yeah. really loved that section. And uh, it made me. I, I always like get this grin on my face when it comes on because of the effect and the, that's where the drum come back it, and it's just so good i i really enjoy that what one, one part that always makes me smile is in the first verse when they do the dreams 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 because oh. <laughs> it reminds me of that touch blue video of terry's mega hits when he sings oh my God. <laughs> what a very obscure steven steven <laughs> is too highbrow to know to know this this dumb internet video that we love hey man one of one of the touch blue guys writes for the bear now so wow. he does that's great and Gube writes for the bear so. oh that's why is that why we had we had the filipino rest that yeah well that's he, why he was also in that episode <laughs> yeah that's why that makes sense then man um wow sorry i just that kind of blew my mind no, I, like, I just wanted like, to pull that deep cut out of there that is so deep. Steven, you have no idea, but we'll show you later. Okay. Dreams. Dreams. Just got to follow my dreams. Sorry. See. That was like oh, boy. That was the first thing that came to mind when that <laughs> part came on. Anyway, yeah, so, that music uh, video. <laughs> that music video. Um, man, Sabrina Carpenter better watch out. Another video in an un- unsanctioned video in a supposed catholic church i'm <laughs> uh anyway uh steven did you hear about that no controversy uh, no 
Oh yeah, this, this video, video got banned from okay. Uh, I heard about video that play because part. of probably because of the. I think people initially thought because it was the choreography. No, it's because they filmed things in like what oh. seemingly could be uh, a, a church and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, I I don't know what the video how it tied to the message of the song and the vibe of the song but boy it was a very pretty looking video i i thought outfits are great blonde chaewon with i guess she's doing things with like ribbon like putting fabric behind her head now i don't know yeah i don't know if that's like part of the concept but i didn't think much more of i i just felt it was just some of the choreo was fun to look at some of the imagery was great. I Vampire. really, I really like this choreography actually for this. Yeah, song. yeah. I yeah. think it, it works really well, being like smooth, but like very, it's very hip hop. Uh, choreo, yeah. which is, I think, it suits this song very well. So that I yeah. really enjoyed, especially like, especially how they shot most parts of it too. Were really cool. Uh, like the second, the dream part was great. I love that. Yeah. Oh choreo. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like when they like slow down on Chaewon when they oh, choose yeah, the yeah, chorus. Yeah. I think that accentuates the smoothness really well too. So, yeah. Yeah, that could be... I mean, maybe that's what they were going for. Just like they, they had the very bold, loud first three singles and then they had the very summery in uh, in November uh, Perfect Night uh, song. Um and then maybe maybe they're trying to like reel things back, you know, be more. Um, I don't know what to what to describe it, but but yeah, I I feel like in this video, it they kind of played more to less of like the high fashion sensibility and more of like a street and uh, like you're saying hip hop, uh, especially with the outfits and everything like that. I don't know. It just felt very stylish and I, I i for lack of a better word there's just a lot of swag in this video and i don't know it's just it it wasn't it didn't like knock me out uh as well but i just felt like it kind of fit and it was just nice to see like you were saying i was really just focused more on the dancing which there was heavily choreographed sections um to with moves that are not typically like you know very dancer-esque moves so hip-hop um yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> there's nothing i don't think there's anything it was just looked really cool again uh i guess vampire sakura yeah uh, <laughs> there's a lot of like blood or uh in the in the um the the good bones video isn't didn't she like fall down and then like blood was and then she like was that the that video was after, yeah no? after she like yeah yeah used her eye beams to break through the wall yeah. that's mm. where she got like a nosebleed yeah yeah but anyway um yeah i have no idea what the concept is but it's 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 just a thing it's cool yeah um, I, I don't have a lot to add but it i thought it just looked it looked great i i feel like mm. The neon. If there was, yeah. The... Was it shot in a certain way that gave it, like, I don't, it almost looked 
surreal. There was the fish islands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. Kind of the motion was, it was like otherworldly, it but like been, slightly yeah. un, like just when, different when from they what they go to the verses. Truly yeah. see. But other, yeah. I don't know if it was just my display, yeah. but. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if I just like. I don't know if I would describe it as otherworldly, but uh, part of it, like, there's an eccentricity to it that reminded me of, like, late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop music videos. Like, Missy Elliott, Busta Rhymes, yeah. uh, Tweets, Oops, Oops Oh My comes oh. to mind as well. Like, it has that kind of feel. Well, yeah. Even though those were very, like, like Afro-futuristic, but this one is not Afro-futuristic at all. No. But it has that same, like, feel to it. So I get what you're what you're like, saying I, I don't know how to describe it i don't why, know though. yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, but maybe I mean, we could get a like a like i've said before that the fish islands is like a, a great like indicator or like great reminder yeah. of it was only the once they only style. used it once <laughs> i know it just felt like it, it was just yeah you know there, a lot of like walking towards the camera or you know like in the camera's face yeah i feel, I feel like that's very emblematic of that era yeah i wonder maybe we should bring on like a video editor producer to help like explain some of this or let me let me just hit up let me, let, let me hit up hype let me hit up mr williams oh. see what he's up to yeah. sure yeah uh but I have one, right. one last note about the music video is, okay i guess the song is about how easy it is to piss off conservative christians oh That's wow oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm Taking place in a church. That's all. That's the second joke I have in my that, notes. That's and that might be the last said, one. And we, and we, and we said that it wasn't a bolt song. So, all right. So we got one more song before we go to break. And so let's talk about it. Track number three, Swan Song. It's not the swan song of this album, but it's, you know, it's named Swan Song. It's in the middle. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw... I was trying to decide who I would go to next, and I think, you know what? It seems like I should go to Steven, but I'm going to go to Alan Mark, actually. Oh, yeah. I don't have a lot of notes on this song, but it's very pleasant. It rem- I think when it initially started, especially because of that guitar, it brought me back to, like, Sour Grapes, which is really nice. Uh, because we don't get a lot of, I guess, songs from mm-hmm. the film that sound like that. Um, it also reminded me of that one, like, Bella Porch song that was really popular a few years ago um, because of the, mm-hmm. like, uh, the looped guitar portion. Um, yeah, it's just nice. Smell. It seems like, um, I actually, for the rest of the album, too, it keeps continuing on with, like, softer side mm-hmm. of La Seraphim, which... Um, at least I, pre- I appreciate the consistency and cohesion to the songs. So, yeah. Uh, otherwise, though, like, um, I don't have a- too many notes on this song. It's pleasant. Um, there's some nice, uh, think, like, runs that go on throughout the song. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's real nice. So, yeah, I think those are my initial thoughts for this one, so. I throw it to you, Steven. Yeah, I, I was going to say Sour Grapes, too. And I'm ah. definitely glad we got something that, that sounded like that from them again. Um, what I did like 
from the very beginning was the little record effect again. <laughs> you I always, love uh, record I always appreciate that. Uh, but then it disappears. Like <laughs> you don't hear the little static anymore. Um, but yeah, not a ton to say about the song either. Definitely really pleasant. Uh, I I I guess I hadn't. I wasn't paying attention to who was singing what. So like everyone sounded fine on this, and uh, it it was a nice like just like soft song in the middle of this album and um yeah it's definitely nice i think every every chorus on this album has this catchy quality about it so Mm -hmm. every single one um and swan songs no exception yeah uh guys i also love the song a whole okay. lot um i'm just yeah i i'm and i'm not gonna go into too much detail uh in addition to what you both said uh but i just feel so for uh, you you brought up sour grapes great i think we have a hat trick of uh commentary right there but i will say this one really got me into and i I think that's what this album why i think this album works so well for me is because every song on on this album i can kind of pinpoint another song that i also really love and it gives me that same vibe and energy and i just think it's like oh it's a continuation of that feeling that i had and so for this one specifically i'm thinking of the guitar loop it and and the way uh the progression of it the chords um it was giving me a really big kill bill by SZA mm, um yeah yeah, yeah. and it might be the exact the, at least the first like the dan 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 like yeah. that first part might might it might be a little bit different cuz i think kill bill is like Na 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 Yeah, that's yeah. So, so that's a good pull for that. So so for me, that's what I was thinking when I was listening to this song. And I love Kill Bill. And and so for for me with this song, it it gave me that it gave me that dreamy ethereal sound, especially with that little like galactical like sound effect that happened in the background. Um I, I just I need to think of a better way to talk about galaxy space sounding samples but but i think at the same time as as like sweet and like you know dreamy it sounded there was that kill to me at least it had that kill bill uh not you know because obviously kill bill is about like oh i i hate my ex or whatever um but this song still had that kind of sadness to it which i think i really reson it resonated with me of like that um juxtaposition of like i mean we hear it a lot with the songs that we cover but i don't know there's something it's just like i need to go look at the the lyrics or the word the code coded lyrics or whatever and just find out what this song's really about because i feel like it has more of a sadder undertone and you you kind of for me you kind of get that and for that reason I really love the song because it's just, it makes me feel good, but I feel like I gotta, like, you know, look over my shoulder, like, you know, something, you feel good, but 
something i don't know there's something deeper happening and uh i don't know that that that's at first what i thought about this song it just sounds really nice and um i if i can if i if i could point out a specific part i really love what i'm assuming are like triplet sounding oh yeah lyrics gonna, mm, yeah, sorry did. steven if no, I, no, no. uh the, the in the second verse the the i forget who's singing it but the the part where it's like like that part loved it it just loved just getting these little surprises with this song and just like, like things would just kind of pop up and like add add to this journey and it's just really it was a really nice experience i i really enjoyed the song um sorry i, I took your thing steven no it's all right it's have. all right um but yeah did i i know alan mark you kind of said you you said everything is there anything else you want to say yeah. Uh, no, just I think shouting out uh Chewan, Sakura, Yunjin, and Kazuha all have credits oh. on this song. So I don't, I don't know if it's just lyrics or if they also mm-hmm. like um because I know Yunjin's has done some song production also, but um yeah, they at least like help were part of that writing process, which makes Kazuha makes sense, especially because like Black Swan yeah. uh think of ballet Ballard, even the, yeah. the stage performance of it they do some like that uh, one was some ballets yeah. so yeah uh yeah i think the song is really about like being like the black swan of like the like sort of the ugly duckling part where makes sense um, things are feel more difficult because you're different in certain ways so i think that's mm. the main core of this song yeah great great song Okay, well, I think it's time for a break, guys. So when we return, we will talk about the last two songs of the EP, and we will also find out what is our favorite songs. It's going to be a tough one for Chuck because he likes all of them. Stick around. We'll see you on the B-side. Welcome back to the B-side. We're going to move on to track number four, entitled Smart. I'm a smarter, baby, smarter. Smarter, baby, smarter. So, Steven, I want to know what you thought about this song. Yeah, you're the smartest one here, so... <laughs> You really are the, the smartest, smartest one out of the oh three of us. I would, I, I'd safely say you're the smartest. You, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you know, you don't lead us. You know, you're very humble about your intelligence. I would, I would have to wow. say, but you, you're, you're a genius. So, thank you. Um, this song, I this, this take... song should be. It's well. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't take, I don't take compliments. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but okay go ahead go ahead oh man i i with this song i you listen to this type of music right Steve, no, i was just gonna say i really wish i had a <laughs> grasp of what is going on in pop music because my like this is 
I, I love the, the sound. It, it's yeah. like, I feel like it's maybe a, kind of an Afrobeats type of song. You got it. Um, That's I it. I did see a comment that someone said it sounds like I'm a piano, which is like, I guess, a South African oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. style of music. But I think, you know, this song sounds like it would be on a FIFA soundtrack. Like it has this very like, like it. This feels like it fits right into whatever is happening right now, and again, this has a great chorus that s- sticks in my head. It just I rotate between easy and then smart. <laughs> so, like, it, once the song starts and they they bring you right into the chorus and. You, you you gotta like it just gets you moving and i mean it, it's a it's a really easy song to enjoy um i i don't know there's i think it's just it maybe is the one i played over the most because i felt like it ended too early and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i thought that um <laughs> I thought Sorry. like I was just noting what your favorite song was. I, I, it's, because when <laughs> when it would end, I I always expect that the chorus is going to keep going because I, I, it just sounds so like festive that I think that I just want this to keep to go on. So I, I I actually don't I didn't know if they did a whole chorus and I just wanted another full one or if they like cut it in half or something. But I. I I thought I just wanted an extra one at the end because it just felt like it was, uh, I wanted it to keep going. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's not too much I have to add. I love all the drums on it. Uh, every kind of percussion they use. Uh, I love snares not coming in on two and four. It's all on like, uh, beats and, and that's really fun. Um, it, it's, yeah, I, I think it, they just, chose a really good sound uh but yeah uh guys i also love this song and but that's no that's no surprise because i that's what i mentioned at the top that i love all the songs in this album so steven nailed it obviously afro beats um and i i have been on such a afro beat kick the past couple like the past six to seven months i've just been really it's like a mesmerite like there's a lot of elements that, so again, I, I was saying it with um, Swan Song. Um, and then I, so like with Easy, it reminded me of like Lil Yachty, all, that, that's, uh, that era, or you know, like th- that, that genre. Swan Song, um, obviously, uh, SZA. But Smart, it, the first song I thought of was um steven i don't know if you've heard of this and you said you don't keep up with pop music okay, but have you heard yeah. of the song have you heard of the song what water Wa- okay uh i is that, that's by is that by kim Lip or is it by- <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i know the song water. i'm kidding i'm kidding so so like that that's the first song i went with uh by uh tyla obviously um but but i think i think because because they say the same type of word in the song it's 
like uh make me sweat make me hot yeah. hotter make me yeah. make me water and then in this song it's like something smarter yeah. <laughs> or you know yeah. like so that was that was the first thing i thought of but outside of that this song is a great uh i forget the the exact um type of afrobeat like region that you you mentioned at the start oh. steven but um i a lot of it has kind of um i, I kind of listen to it in a more umbrella fashion where i just i just i i don't know i forget which regions maybe i feel like a lot i feel if i if i'm correct nigeria ghana like i think that's really where like this sound kind of um not i don't know if it's originated but like uh really you know was fostered um and so you have a lot of staples from this type of music you have the little like snare hits like the tech 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 sounds and then you have the little like deep 808 like the the the, the bass of the like the doom 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 like sounds and i i just thought it was whoever produced this kudos to you you like really captured the what i think is very very um you know representative of this type of music and so um even down to like the the um the sty- the stylistic choices with the 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 way the lyrics were sung um i don't know it, it, the little sample that they start off with that kind of sounds like a a pitched like a pitched up and pitched down like uh i don't know how to describe it but I thought the, it if you listen like to the start attention, of the song but <laughs> yeah 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 um I don't know. It 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 kind of gave me it. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is like they pulled elements of Afrobeats, but I still feel like they were able to kind of keep the La Seraphim like vocal tenor. Just like it wasn't. They didn't just do like an, a complete impression. Is what I'm trying to say. It's like they they took the took the style and then still kind of. Um, sung it in a way that was somewhat authentic to how they would normally sing a song, you know. So it's, it wasn't like, you know, they were trying to do an impression of Burna Boy or something like that. So um, I I just feel like I really really enjoyed the song. It, it was just it just kept kept it kept it going and like really made me think like what is this album it's like is this just like the greatest hits of what chuck likes to kind of listen to and uh it was just it was really nice to hear this song um okay Alamark, i said a lot <laughs> i just i i uh have a lot to say yeah. i got so much to say i guess so um Alamark, what did you think of smart smart uh yeah that the arrangement is beautiful. I think Steven was mentioning both of you were mentioning the parts of it. I particularly love like the um like the s- steel or like yeah. percussion on it, like a marimba. It's not steel drum, but it sounds more like a crystalline oh, yeah. marimba. Which yes. is just yeah, yeah, so yeah. pretty, especially throughout the entire song. Especially the different riffs that it plays and goes with the um, song uh, the chord progressions, it's just yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned Tyler's Water. That was the first thing that came to mind when this song <laughs> came to mind, was when the song played. That plus uh, a lot of the melodic intervals, like the main one, the, the smarter, baby, smarter. That reminded me of Doja Cat's Woman like, yeah. right away yeah. as mm-hmm. well. 
and I think because of that, like the, those songs kept like playing in my head so often. And I feel like though I love the arrangement, this song doesn't like either elevate or freshen up enough to depart like this song from those songs in my mind. And it just makes sure. it like, it's like, if I'm going to listen to this song, I feel like I, sh- I just would listen to mm-hmm. Tyler's Water instead. So, like, in spite of, like, what I like about the song, I don't think it does enough for me to like it outside of those other songs, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, going to be another damper for me on this no, one. I had no. that exact same thought like that it it was almost too familiar when i heard it mm-hmm. and like i was trying to figure out what was the song that this it sounds that i have i can hear in my head but like i didn't have the words and then it was it was doja cat so i i completely get it um yeah but i th- think yeah just like still within the the album i mean it's i, I still oh like yeah it. yeah yeah it yeah, makes I sense within it, the album for sure like again the cohesion is there from yeah. top to bottom for this album so i i feel like we're gonna have pro- probably the same last call comments uh because um i i think you alluded to it at the beginning Almark, and I, I i think i i think i get where you're getting at <laughs> and um i i've been giving a lot of praise uh for this album but i'll I'll save some critiques of it at the end mm. of my last call which may actually align with what i think we're all thinking of mm. um I'll, I'll, but see yeah. the we're smart yeah. we're, and we're, smarter. we're getting smarter we're getting smarter one last note also i feel like this song didn't need as much auto-tune as it had i think this song <laughs> would have benefited a lot more if they kept like clearer uh like less produced vocals uh I think that would have kept it like made me like it yeah. like a bit more as well. So that's that's my last note for this one. I I, I would agree. All with right. That. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Do you have anything else, Steven? Um. I. Yeah. I think it would have been better if that Chewan's part at the end where <clears throat> I like what how that part was written and it would have been great without. I think it would have sounded pretty also good without the effects or like the auto-tune on it uh but yeah that, that was all all right that brings us to our final track of the ep track number five we got so much it's my turn what song did chuck think of when he listened to this song and it is of course onu's dice because that first synth made me made me immediately that's all i could think of because i was just like i was just like rolling dice anyway so that's 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 my mindset when it came to the song. Um, outside of that, I don't think <laughs> I don't really think it sounds the same. But uh, this has a just such a great um, gosh. I don't I can't think of the genre right now. But it um, can. Did, do any of you know like what a good genre to encompass I, this song would be? Not really. I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out the name it, of like how to describe the song. I don't have to a somebody. real name to it. I mean. The yeah. song itself made me nostalgic for like R and B I was listening to like 
10, 15 years ago. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. Estelle, Neo, Carrie Hilson. That's sort of <laughs> the same like feeling it gave me. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't say it sounds the same, but then that's what like those are sort of the that's the music style that flooded me back as I was listening to it. So, um, but still feels okay. very much current. It doesn't feel like dated in that way. It just I think it's just nostalgic. Especially with the chorus, I think that the that that chorus sounds like it would have been like a early two thousands type of chorus because um, it's not it's like a a belted out chorus that still kind of sounds crude in a way. Anyway, um, what what I say about the song, I also obviously because I love every song in the song, but um, I love it because it it still maintained the what i thought was yet again another great arrangement of sounds like the that synth was great it it carried me through the whole thing um and i just feel like this this song more so like the beat kind of took a step back and like was more in the background and all and what i focused really on was the vocals and this one had more of a raw raw like throughout the autotune throughout the like whatever it it felt more raw to me like it felt just more um truer to like them trying to like sing and like you could i it didn't seem like they were trying to correct too much is what i'm saying and so because of that it sounded more natural and sounded great i love the vocals in the song and it's um it's a great like like come down from like all just the all the different emotions you feel and it's just a nice like closure type of song and it it it's like a it feels like a stool song but you're dancing on top of the stools that's what the song feels Ooh, that's like that's dangerous to me, so. <laughs> hey there's a there's a there's a tech people holding holding on to the stools so that's just called skill you uh these are these are probably just big stools how about that anyway uh, um i mean anything over 3 feet you got to be tied off with a harness or something so <laughs> I know you. You taught me very well that you must always keep three appendages, <laughs> three points of on, contact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the elevator. Yeah, or or OSHA will get you. Um, that's the tagline. We'll get you. We're OSHA. Um, Al Mark, uh, you you kind of you kind of talked about the uh, the nostalgic feeling. Uh, what other thoughts did you have about we got so much? Yeah, I think yeah, it's. You mentioned it's very simple, but I think it works that it's simple. Um, I think vocally and melodically, this is like as the my favorite voices, like them vocally on the album is in this uh, song. Uh, it just works really well with the melody that's written there. Um, and yeah, it, it's like, if anything, this is the easiest song on the album. Like it feels easy. And that's really like it's really sweet, and um, I think yeah, great closer for this like softer album from this from this group. Um, but yeah, not a lot of notes, but yeah, it just feels good. Uh, I mentioned I love the vocals. I think Kazuha's voice in this song I particularly really enjoyed. She sounds really good with like her uh, the timbre of her voice and the parts that she was given worked really well. So, um, I wanted to give her that shout out. Yeah. I, I also really like Kazo's part and then just bringing her up now reminded me or made me think of her lines in easy where 
she says something and then at the end it's whipping and i was like that is <laughs> like i guess that's a line you would hear in a la seraphim song but like she wouldn't write that for herself i would guess like i, I wouldn't think that it would always be her saying that um but i thought she sounded great i i love just how they layer the vocals anytime they sing the word love i i, I really think this song is really pretty um and i think every like texture is complimentary on the album or like on the uh on the song like those the way the the layering of the vocals feels really kind of soft but then they also have those soft keys that are kind of quiet um that they just play like throughout the song um it, yeah it it's a great like yeah it's so it's so pleasant i think it's like the prettiest sounding on the album and maybe one of their prettier sounding songs in general um I don't think they really have a lot that actually sounds like this. So I I really, really like this song. Um, and it also has like one of the more discernible like bridge sections of any song. Like, I don't know if the other ones, they really stand out. But this one, it's like, there is one <laughs> like that feels like it's more like a regular <clears throat> or a standard kind of structure. So <clears throat> I did think this was a great closer, as, as you guys said. But yeah, again, just a, a gorgeous sounding song. All right. Uh, oh, oh we, well, before closing this one out, I also want to mention yeah. Yunjin and Unche have songwriting credits for this song. So yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Okay, guys, I think it's time to figure out what our favorite songs from this album were. And I think I should go last. I think that makes sense. That way I don't give you guys any clues. You guys have to figure out out of all five of these songs, I guess. We're considering the the intro of the song because it fits the... uh, the the time limit for a song um so let's go with steven why don't you yeah. uh why don't you go first this is actually kind of hard i really don't know um or is it easy <laughs> that's, oh wait that's i misread the, the song titles <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh this is easy um Okay, for this for Alan Mark. Wow. Uh, I don't. I don't Sour know grapes. <laughs> no. Okay. It's an album. It's a song not on this album. It's the remix of. <laughs> it's just Eve Psyche and Bluebeard's wife again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. Oh man. Okay. I will. Um, this. I have no confidence in anything. I will. Choose. I'm gonna pick. <laughs> I have no confidence either for this week, so I will pick. Uh, we got so much. Okay, and then for Chuck, I'll go with smart. Steven, the correct answer would have been the Rina Sawayama <laughs> remix <laughs> of "We Got So Much." <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'll go since I'm going next. Uh, I was. I think I'll stick to it. I'll, for Chuck, I'll say smart. For Steven, I I I, I want to go. We got so much for you. I'm gonna ch- have y'all choose different ones this week. I know that's mm. usually not a good idea, but I'll do it this week. Um, Steven, I'm gonna say you like we got so much too, and Almark, you like Swan Song. Okay. Okay. So Reveal. For me, right now, my favorite song is "Smart." So, oh, <laughs> oh, of course. Right now, Kim yeah. Lip. <laughs> done the same. Oh. Uh, uh, I I'm he was I'm so excited there, being, when he started talking about it too. I should have yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, he he, he knew so that he knew the region. He was so excited. He just he's like I think this is from the, this is from the the musical genre of blah, blah. I was like, "Oh, of course you looked oh, it up because you love the song." Yeah. Uh for me it's we got so much is my favorite oh, song. Yes, okay. Yeah. Very nice. good, very good. And surprise, surprise, my favorite song is Smarta. Ah, Smarta, you guys are cool. so smarta. <laughs> of course. Good job, Steven. Yes. I got him. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, Almark, I think you were, you got some, you had some gusto to get to the, the last call because you wanted to, you had some thoughts, but I th- felt like you held it back because you wanted to save it. So, um, I think who is the? I I think I might nominate myself as I think you're the, the, biggest, the biggest fear not. Yeah, yeah, I guess, or the only fear not. I don't know. <laughs> I oh, have no. this on my phone. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> wish I wish I had my water bottle. I have the anti fragile sticker wrapped around it. <laughs> yeah, but... Who has the biggest sticker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's safe to say that we're all we all are varying levels of fear not, but uh. But no, Chuck. Um, if you wanted but, to, yeah, yeah, I do, think go you wherever. Should, I did, yeah, yeah. I didn't, doesn't matter. I think, I think, um, you know what? I think because I've already mentioned how much I love this album, I'm just gonna. I'll just start. I'll mark. I want to. I'm very curious as to what you're gonna say, and I'll, I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll do a. I'll do a last, last call okay. if, if I need to. Like, kind of come in and like agree with whatever you're saying. But I will just say this. I think this album. It made no sense to me the the fact that it it was just it was just like an arrangement of songs. I I just don't know what um what the concept is, but I will say I don't care because all of these songs sound so great to me and like this album it it had I don't know, it 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 was a just very refreshing to have that break of the boldness and i really like love this group because they are very bold and very like like seem seemingly like risk takers with with their with their song choices and whatnot and uh their persona but it was just it, it was almost like the the um i forget the the uh the espa album or uh, was it drawn no not drawn or it, where they kind of just took a break from the whole uh the lore of Espa. Mm. And I just feel like this could just be like, you know, them them wanted to like what Alan Mark was saying, or was it you, Stephen? I forget. Sorry. Um, 
they wanted to test the the water um, to to see to kind of just expand their portfolio of types of you know like maybe it'll hit maybe it won't I don't know um, but for me this song this this EP very much hit for me it was just a lot of great songs and it did remind me of a lot of other songs um, in a good way uh, and so. I will say that um, again. I'm saving. I'm holding back just in case Al Mark says this because I, I really want to hear it from him. But and, and you, Stephen, too. I think you're going to say the same thing. But I, I will say that we don't touch this, up on it at all. This, the, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, right? Just like what the, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm, <laughs> um, I will say, like, I, I think, I think. I, I will say that I to echo what Stephen and um, oh god I, can't, I keep forgetting who said what there's it's just okay. so much it was said I, I, we could just a collective collective yeah, yeah. just rewind like twenty minutes <laughs> yeah yeah you you get the reference but I, I I really think that this it it, it was a little bit harder for me uh, I guess pun intended to to kind because like you usually go off the lead single and that kind of like dictates just the feeling you have i i really feel like this to oh it was steven like it you didn't feel like it was a strong like a very like you didn't feel like it could be a oh god it doesn't matter anymore somebody said and i think it's that work um uh that uh no no i know it is i i can't i can't in my i can't in me i can't give the wrong credit it just feels wrong how much of, wrong. how must... much of chuck thinking am i gonna cut out from the final <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a long last call um but i i will say there was i i feel like there was barely for me at least barely any i could try to like cherry pick some sort of cohesion or uh you know similar vibe or anything but i i really just treat i'm treating this album as like a a collection of singles for me at least like all of these songs sound so great um it's almost a shame they're they're all in the same ep fighting for you know space because i i i i just love all of them individually and so it's kind of like i i wanna i want to just express that it it's it's we it's weird it it's weird to pick a favorite because they're all my favorite and it's just um I love it for that and I critique it for that so uh that's it I, I could probably keep talking about this last couple but let's 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 share the let's share the the mic um Stephen what is your last call uh, yeah um I, yeah I guess oh one thing that I was just reminded of that I was thinking about while I was listening to Easy, and we were talking about Elmar would have picked the Rina Sawayama version, <laughs> but like <clears throat> I felt like Easy is is like just ripe for remix by anyone. Like it, mm. like someone could easily just they could mm. put a verse in, someone could do it, and <clears throat> I see that kind of like could like relates to some of the thoughts I, I, I was starting to bring up. Like, I, I think that they are, this year, I feel like they are, really want to grow their, their fan base and get just, uh, every, like, 
have a larger audience and I, I think some of these songs will do that and they're gonna bring in they sound like uh pop music from and just like everywhere and so i i i don't know if like it just feels like they they have thought out what they want their their goals for for listener from this year and uh i think this it it still is an album that i think makes a a big impact um but I was like listening to it and I was almost feeling like I couldn't just appreciate these songs at face value. And like, I, I was just trying to think about what their, their whole plan was because of the, I think the single wasn't what I initially was expecting uh, in the totality of its sound, I guess. Um, so I I think every song on the album is good and i actually really enjoy each song but for some reason i it didn't i couldn't like love the the, the album as a whole and i i but i still like the songs i i don't know why that is um but there there are a few things that they continue to do one is like i feel like the perspective on when when they're singing they really sound like it is like a collective and like the and that this idea of the the confidence uh as a group that comes out very clearly in in songs uh so i i think that's something they do really well um and but it's just like i i don't know it, it's songs i like individually album it therefore it should be something i really love but i, I it just like doesn't quite hit the same mark that like anti-fragile did um so it, it's it's sort of like just mixed feelings but i'm like very positive about it i don't know um <laughs> yeah I, I, I yeah i'm sort of like figuring it out as i'm talking right now but uh that's mostly what I think I wanted to express about how I'm feeling about this album right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of your thoughts sort of connect to like what, how I feel about the album too. Cause like, I can't say I hate any of these songs, but I was definitely like harsher today than I like generally am. I know you're so mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm such a mean person. Um, but, um, I think part of it is because, like, I do really like this group. Uh, like, their music in the past and, like, just the members also are, like, really fun and likable. Um, so I really like them. I think that's why I feel like I can be more honest and, and then, in a sense, be harsher on my critiques because of it. Um, because, yeah, like, I don't think I hate any of the songs but i found the ep really like disappointing overall in my opinion um i think because like though i like the change of having a lead single be much different sounding um it's also like they established for le seraphim uh, like a identity and not necessarily in the sound but then like at least an identity as a group and what they sort of see in the the teaser and good bones represents that really well still um but i don't know it's not 
it's not with the group itself, like the five members individually or as a whole. It might be like with Source or Hive and or their A&R team and choosing the songs. Like to me, I feel like with this EP, it felt like their main goal as, you know, A&R Hive, whoever, like was just to like capitalize on recent trends from particularly from like black artists like Tyla and Doja Cat specifically. Uh, and they didn't really do, I don't know if they did enough or didn't try to do enough to like put fresh spins on it to make it sound more La Seraphim to me. And I think that's what is sort of disappointing from this 13 minute five track EP <laughs> for me besides the length, but yeah, it doesn't feel like an elevation of the sounds for me to be like, oh, this is them like being inspired by these different styles and things that are trendy and in right now, but still feeling like it's like Le Seraphim's sound. Um, yeah, if anything, what to take away from this album is that they put in songs that um, like easily can be made into short clips that will easily be popular and keep popping up on my TikTok for you page as I scroll. Uh, but as full songs, none of which eclipse like two minutes and 46 seconds, uh, like I don't like they're not giving enough for me. Uh, besides, we got so much. I actually really, really like we got so much and generally don't have any bad notes on that one. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but I think like the harshness and everything like that, like especially like I'm really this harsh on this podcast. I think it comes because you care. Yeah, I care. I love this group a lot. Um, and they're great. Like they're still really great at performing these songs. Uh, but as I think as a consumer, which uh, capitalism, uh, but as a consumer, I like want more. So I think those are how I'll close out my last call and close out my tab. Mm. I'm going to, I forgot my card. So I'm going to reopen my tab for for my second last call and just say (laughs) (laughs) and just and just say that you 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 said you can't reopen (laughs) oh um we're closed uh (laughs) um but um i i i i just wanted i wanted to save that comment for you because that's exactly what i was thinking i i felt not specifically that you bring up a wonderful great point about like black artists and everything but i feel like that's just cape like we've even oh just yeah. a broken record with k-pop right so yeah. it brought me back to um, when you asked about trends in the g idol episode mm-hmm. also um it's sort of that yeah. same feeling but yeah yeah so so for me uh so i i completely forgot about that but now that you've mentioned it, yes, that's what I'm thinking about. But specific, specifically what I was wanting to mention was the capitalization of trends. And so, like, I'm really happy you said that because I, 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 I'm saying I love this album because these this is the type of music I love. But because I was thinking of other songs, I felt like I didn't need to... I don't need to li- like these are just the La Seraphim versions, you know. Like these these are the the K-pop versions where it does feel like oh we're just copying and not being an original or you know like being like what K-pop really is to me, which is like a um, an amalgamation of lots of influences. This one feels like very specifically let's copy 
water and make our make a song that sounds like water even the the fact that they said smarta like to make it it just sounded like water to me that so that's the that's i wouldn't say it's disappointing but it's like kind of like gives me a little bit of like uh, you know like yeah. a like a it gives me a feel like a, a unsettling feeling because like i want to love these wholeheartedly but there's a part of me that still feels like well i i already did love this song from another artist mm -hmm. and so it's like hard for me to like be like to say like it's exactly what you said like i'd rather just listen to the doja cat version you know so yeah. it's that that's that's the duality i'm kind of facing yeah where, um i love it but then i i feel like I'm loving it in this moment right now because I haven't listened to those songs in a while. The one that I was referencing, but it may, ask me again later. Maybe it'll change. Yeah. Maybe I'll still like these songs. I don't know. Yeah, I think where it comes down to it, it, it feels algorithmic to me. Like the they they made mm -hmm. these songs out of like an algorithm to they that, went, so that they, it'll end they went up, to Pinterest no, and mean, typed celebrity outfit quote. I, I mean aesthetic that's i mean that's also like how streaming is like sort of building up to now especially yeah. spotify like they removed yeah. a lot of their um curator like playlist curators and replaced them with like ai algorithmic playlist makers and uh i think that's the thing like this like yeah you'll hear smart and uh easy probably on a playlist uh with water because the algorithm will point those because of the similar sounds but like as someone that enjoys making playlists and stuff like that, like I wouldn't put uh, smart with water because it sounds too similar. Like, mm -hmm. and I think that's sort of like as a business standpoint, that's sort of how they're making oh it. Oh my work. gosh. What if big corp, big C, capital C corporation, Coca Cola company told Hybe, we need a song called Smart? So that smart we can water. Have... Oh, <laughs> okay, sorry. But yeah, but I think yeah. I mean, that's I think that's where a lot of my criticisms come from. Not necessarily with La Seraphim, but with just I think it <laughs> digs deeper into the music just, industry. Yeah, yeah, the industry and streaming in general yeah. right now. And I mean, they're the just reading into a, it, and they're like yeah, capitalizing off of it, which like. You know, I think it'd be work out in the business standpoint, but I, I'm a consumer and I have my notes as a consumer. So this is probably the harshest, most critical episode we've ever had. I mean, aside from Misfit, <laughs> that is. Wow. <laughs> we have not mentioned Misfit in a yeah. while. <laughs> I, I feel like ne next year for the Golden Tongs, we should have the. Uh, did I mention that already? We should have the Misfit Award. <laughs> The song we like the, the least. The no. worst song. No. The worst song. Oh, God. <laughs> That'll be fighting words. The five uh, okay. people listening yeah. to this our podcast will not yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, moms. Okay, so um, let's uh, let's just close. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more about La Seraphim. Uh, I'm curious to see if Stevens... Um, oh, is that your official K-pop hypothesis? That La Seraphim is in... I usually you have a, like a Nostradamus type of prediction thing oh, about uh, yeah. trends and like been, is this part of this is one of them. Uh, <laughs> you've been wait. You've what been on a what street, is my? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You don't have one for 2024 yet. Oh so shoot! No, I'm not sure. I don't what think you have one for 2023 either. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you did. I think you've oh, just been you just been running jokes for... since 2021's Cowboys. Oh, I think that's joke. it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought. Boy. Oh, so 2022 uh, was the punk. Was the Avril? Oh, was that, I, I, I think 
Oh, shoot. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't you did space one year. <laughs> but that was... Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was off. Yeah. Uh, you had K-pop maximism. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, maybe this year... It's okay. We'll be... Take some time. Think about it. Okay. Uh, church. We can come back. Churches. <laughs> Religious. The band. Oligarchy. Churches. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um... But yes, we well, I'm sure we'll talk more about Les Seraphim in the future, uh, as they'll no doubtedly come up with some more great so- songs, maybe true to themselves, or maybe a uh, part of the algorithm. Who knows? Or maybe Chat G- Open uh, AI will just uh, synthesize their voices, and we'll we won't even know who's who. Oh well. All right, I think that's it. Thank you so much, listeners, for uh, sticking with. What again? We have this curse of turning four songs into a full-length episode, almost two hours. But I'm sure you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed actually getting some, getting some commentary on this album. So it was a lot of fun, um, and we really we really hope you enjoyed your stay as well. You can catch more episodes of How You Can Eat on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us at How You Can Eat on all of your favorite social media platforms. And you can email us on your favorite email client. If you're using uh, Thunderbird, good on you. Email us, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Uh, you know, Outlook, you can do that too. You can use that. Whatever whatever client you want. Whatever uh, uh, sm2tp dot client you whatever email us because steven would love to read all of your suggestions feedback if you have any thoughts about the seraphim we would love to you know read them maybe we can converse i don't know whatever uh whatever you want email us that would be a great way to contact us okay oh i think uh, i think it's time for some after dinner dessert drinks I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna do that maybe i'll eat, actually eat dinner who knows um <laughs> so for al mark steven and i it has been our absolute pleasure being your leaders this week so long stay safe and we'll see you next feast see you easy peasy lemon squeezy <laughs> have a good one but just one <laughs> He he ate. (laughs) I'm (laughs) eight.